Hi everyone. A few weeks ago, my fiance and I wanted to go on a hike at St. Mary's Glacier outside of Denver. We got in the car and about 15 minutes into the ride, those threatening clouds that had been on the horizon all morning opened up and rain started pelting the windshield. As literally the least prepared person ever, I didn't even have a rain jacket with me. In part because I don't own a rain jacket or even an umbrella. It had been so brutally hot in Denver for so long that I was just in cropped leggings and a tank top. Fuck. It had been at my insistence that we'd make this an afternoon hike. I didn't want to wake up early in the morning only to still not find parking at the trailhead. If you know, you know. So I had suggested we leave at 1. As we're on I-70, I'm thinking, wow, this is going to suck. We're probably going to get all the way there just to turn around. This is totally my fault. I felt on the verge of tears, for reasons I'll get to, the whole way there. The winding roads that take you up to the glacier trailhead switch back for about eight miles. We saw hordes of cars coming the opposite direction. We... Well, we were one of the only cars going towards St. Mary's. And then the rain eases up. The sun starts to peek out and we show up to a nearly empty parking lot. The day has turned around and we can hike and it felt so refreshing outside, 60s, a little humid, but such a respite from the dry summer heat wave happening just 40 miles east. And I thought, Wow, what a perfect metaphor for our wedding. We went through months and months of stress with this pandemic, and just as we're ready to walk down the aisle, things turn around, and it's amazing. But that, that's not what happened. And when we pulled into that parking lot, we were just 12 hours removed from making the decision to postpone our wedding. I'm Carly McGuire, and this is Not What I Planned. When I last sat down at this microphone in early June, I was interviewing brides who had postponed their weddings, brides who had gotten married but were hoping to party later this summer, and then there was me. Out on an island alone, I was a bride that was not really changing anything about my wedding. I was like the only bride not changing or postponing or canceling my wedding. That should have been a sign. Back then, way in March, April, May, my thoughts were simply, if things reopen, I can have this wedding. Great, all I need is for Virginia to be in phase three and I'll be fine. Listener, it was not fine. On June 25th, I left for an amazing weekend in Vail, Colorado with my local friends who stepped up to throw me the best backup bachelorette party a bride could ask for. It wasn't Austin, and it couldn't include everyone I wanted, but my friends did a fantastic job making me feel like none of that mattered. 
They even secretly conspired with my best friends to do a fun virtual bachelorette slideshow and games. It was slightly embarrassing, but entirely amazing. I don't think I can thank those girls enough, but thank you to Megan, Alyssa, Taylor, Amanda, Kelsey, Kylie, Anna, Brianne, Katie, Allie, Anna, and Veronica for giving me such a special weekend. I'm tearing up thinking about it because it was just so great. And I don't think any of those people know how much it meant. Because when I got back, it was a lot of this. Coronavirus surging across Sunbelt. Highest daily cases reported in Florida. It was hard not to start thinking, oh, shit. But still, I moved ahead. I talked about it endlessly with friends who encouraged me to do what I felt best. Were they nervous? Yeah, but people who had RSVP'd were obviously okay with taking that risk. And really, it was only early July. We still had time. My wedding was going to be outdoors. It wasn't going to be at a big indoor venue. We could make it work. After July 4th, I started getting more and more regretfully declines on my RSVPs. They all noted not being comfortable with coronavirus. Cases kept climbing. It became a thing on Twitter to shame everyone who was making it worse. Not just the Karens who sit on the floor at Costco because they won't wear a mask, but even the people who go to a patio for a drink or have a small gathering. A socialite in Washington, D.C. threw a backyard soiree fundraiser for a few dozen people. Within a day of the event, the host showed symptoms of coronavirus and a handful of guests ended up testing positive. It made the Washington Post. The host was lambasted for her idiotic decision to have the event. As someone expecting a hundred people at my wedding, I wondered if I'd soon be labeled as the selfish bride who hosted a super spreader event. I couldn't take it anymore. I was sad. I was scared. I was worried that if I didn't get married when I planned to, that my plans of getting married at home wouldn't even be an option next year. What if next year wasn't even better? This is a horrifying and darkest timeline thought, but really, this year has taught me to think the worst of everything, so I'm sorry. My parents, so supportive, encouraging me not to worry what people thought, we'd have a safe, enjoyable wedding celebration. I didn't want to postpone, and they didn't encourage me to because if things could get so bad so quickly, couldn't they get better? And if I did postpone, what about the people who had already RSVP'd yes, made travel plans? How much of an asshole would I be? I stopped sleeping. I spent all day scrolling through Twitter and news apps searching for any good news. Until finally, that Saturday night before our hike to St. Mary's, I broke down and asked Lucas, what did he want to do? I said, we should postpone. And that was it. Hearing Lucas wanted to postpone allowed me to finally admit that I wanted to, too. We would still get married. Too much was already in the works for this year. 
but it would just be our families and a handful of friends who could make the trip. This, of course, set into motion a whole new series of tasks and decisions. We broke the news to our parents, who were entirely supportive, just like we knew they would be. My wedding planner, Liz Schaefer of Liz & Co. Events, jumped in and started emailing vendors. I went home last weekend and we worked out what a 50-person or less wedding looks like. And I got to have a lovely bridal shower hosted by my grandmother and one of my mom's very good friends. So thank you to everyone who came to that because it was really the high point of a really hard weekend. Then we finally let our guests know. Dearest family and friends, it is with the heaviest of hearts that Lucas and I have decided to postpone our September 5th wedding celebration. We had the highest hopes that by September it would be safe to travel, gather, and have the wedding we've been dreaming of. We held on to that hope as long as possible, but in recent weeks it's apparent that COVID-19 is not under control and a wedding of our size is not in the best interest of our guests and their families. There's nothing we want to do more than celebrate with you all, so we will be celebrating our marriage at a later date in 2021. Lucas, myself, and our families cannot thank you enough for all the love and support you provided over the last year, but more importantly, the last four months. This hasn't been an easy time for anyone, and we appreciate your patience as we work through our options. We hope you'll be able to join us next year. I sent that email eight days ago. And it's still really hard to read it back. It's still really hard to accept that this is happening. The support Lucas and I have gotten is nothing short of overwhelming. People are excited for us to be married and excited to celebrate with us when they can. So to everyone who's made a shitty week better, thank you. I'm taking stock and I'm still so lucky. I get to marry my favorite person. I get to do it in the presence of my family at my childhood home. Because of my unique venue, I get to scale back my vendors and not waste or lose deposits. It's going to be okay. The party can wait. The party will probably not be at my childhood home in 2021. Maybe it'll be in Denver. Those are just things I don't have to worry about right now. It's not what I planned but it's going to be amazing anyway. And yes, guests are still getting pencils. So what this podcast will turn into is a discussion about what 2021 weddings look like, what expectations are on brides like me who got married but are having the party later. It seems like it's a whole new ball game for us brides and we can do this however we want. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Carly McGuire, and this is not what I planned. Talk to you next time.